0: Well, today on the created to thrive podcast i am going to be having a discussion with my husband again about emotional health and spiritual growth. And really the two go together. They're not inseparable. And so many times I talk to people that are focusing on the doing to try to get God's approval or pleasure, but we really have to focus on who we are in Him to grow deeper in your intimate relationship with the Lord, to really become and have all that He has for you, to live in that fullness. So we want to help you on that journey today. So in episode number 60, we talked about, is your soul prospering? And so we are further in that conversation, actually, about how you view yourself, because it is referred to over eight times in the Bible that we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. And we're going to be focusing on, really, how do we love ourselves Because that is going to be the degree that we are really going to love others. So grab a pen and paper, and here we go. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's Word in a simple and practical way, to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. Welcome Fred. Well
1: thanks Lori. I I think it's really important to um, really break down how you really truly view yourself because it's how you actually view yourself I believe that is what carries you into into what affects your relationships and especially heading into the holiday season you know if you know a lot of people take um, baggage into the relationship and take views of themselves and, and Put that on other people it creates conflict, and uh, so I think it's important that we really take some time here to talk about well, what, how do people really view themselves? Do they view themselves favorably? Do they look at themselves um, uh, through through a lens of grace and forgiveness and mercy, as God views them, or do they look at themselves through, you know, how the enemy would project their, how would the enemy would project to them? Do they live in guilt, shame, condemnation, regret? Um, um, you know, and, and the list goes on and on and on, so I think you have to, you know, especially when it comes to the emotional side, you know, we carry these things into our relationships, and we put these, these issues oftentimes on other people through our lens of how we view ourselves, so I think it's important, yes, that scripture is very incredibly important to love thy neighbor as yourself, well, you know what, if you're not looking at your neighbor, if you view yourself in a negative way through guilt, shame, condemnation, regret, or offense, then you're probably gonna put that on other people and you're not gonna love them. You know, you'll only love these people to the extent in which you really love yourself. So, you know, we use that term high watermark or the the level at which you can actually accomplish something or work through something. And and that also applies in your emotions and how you engage other people. And it really starts with how you view God and really how you view yourself.
0: Yeah. And you know, anyone that's been listening for a long time, you know that I always go back to you have to look at what do you believe about God and what do you believe about yourself because you're going to live out of that reality and that also goes on to what do you believe about other people and we have to first and foremost learn how to receive God's love for us. And it's unconditional and it doesn't, it's not determined upon our behavior, if we're behaving well or not behaving well. It's all based on what Jesus did for us to bring us into that loving relationship because of his sacrifice that he did. And so it's our response to that. So you cannot give away what you do not receive. So, first and foremost, number one, we have to receive God's love for us. And then we recognize we need to be conformed into the image of Christ. Really, that's our our purpose and what we're doing. That's that transformation process from the inside out and learning who we are, our identity, in him and that's why I love in Ephesians 1 it, it talks about our spiritual reality but then it's going to go into Ephesians um, 4 through 6 talks more about the human condition and I think a lot of times as we're trying to grow spiritually it almost seems like our human condition has to be devalued I, I'm like we put down our emotions, like well, we can't think that way, or we can't believe, talk about feelings as if feelings are bad. And feelings aren't bad. And feelings really are just that instrument panel that help us recognize what's really going on at a heart level. And God is a heart, a heart God.
1: Well, feelings are good because God created feelings. Yes, <laughs> I think God create, creates. It's 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 good because God is good. He does. He makes no mistakes. So feelings are really good. Mm-hmm. It's just, how are you taking your feelings and applying them to yourself and other people in that lens in which, you know, you need to apply the grace of God. You need to apply salvation to it. And you need to get God's opinion on, on who you truly are and, and how he sees you and and, 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 and get healed from that. Mm-hmm. You know, God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And in a great scripture, you know, if he, if in a great scripture is, if you go to revelations uh, 21 verse 1 through 4 it's a great it's a great scripture it's a, it's about you know the after the judgment and when everything's all reconciled it says in scripture he will dwell with them and that's relational and they shall be his people that's 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 a unity of people that's communion that's just relational dwelling right Identity. Too. And, and 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 god himself will be with them if, you know if god didn't if if god didn't like you he wouldn't be with you but he likes you he just knows God loves you exactly where you're at and where you're at right now. He just wants you to get a revelation and understanding who you are and to be free from, from the things of the past and, and the hurts, the emotion. He wants, he wants your emotions to be healed mm-hmm. because they are good. And when they're healed and when, and when you're in the process of healing your emotions, you, you, you become more like him. And what is his, what is his desire? you be conformed in the image of his son. And, and emotions are just as much a part as your spirit. I mean, that that conversion, he wants that converted too. And um, I'll just continue with the scripture. And this is really cool. And he says, he himself will be with them and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And, and death shall be no more, neither shall be mourning, nor crying, nor pain, nor any more for the former things have passed away. So if God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and his will is constant and solid and fixed, that's what he wants for you today. Mm-hmm. And you can put that into the future, but why put something into the future when you can deal with it now and you know it's his will? Mm-hmm. So his will for your life is to, to love your neighbor, to, to love the neighbor as, as yourself, Right. but he wants you to love your neighbors yourself from the perspective of how he sees you and not from the past mistakes
0: right yeah and our past doesn't define us however we have to address past issues because we all have negative experiences from the past that can often form um, limiting beliefs about who God is, as well as who we are, and that's where we have to address them. And that's where something that you and I have really learned to step into is we look at the strong emotion um, and then we go into what is underneath that. So if we're feeling um, helpless, for example, well, what is really drilling down deeper is sometimes we just don't feel confident Uh, we've been told we've had words spoken over us by people in authority whether it be parents grandparents teachers coaches who said negative things about us like you'll never amount to anything or you're worthless or you're um, you're a hypocrite or whatever that is and we have to address those deep felt hurts because they do shape how we see ourselves and then a lot of times people will project that onto how they think God sees them and we need to address that
1: you know and exactly right we need to we need to you know get messy on that and it's okay, and it's healthy, and and and
0: vulnerable. and,
1: and <laughs> yeah, we become vulnerable because you know when, like I say in John or James, it says when you confess. We said this before: when you confess sins one another in the concept of relationship, um, y- you'll be healed. you'll be healed, and that healing is that solical that solical healing in 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 your emotions, and you know, and the reason why the the really reason why we say this is because you end up in in, in, in the new testament giving you a greater commandment Mm -hmm. so the lord actually takes it to a higher level and a higher standard and and um and it's really important it's really important you understand that in john 13 it says a new commandment i give you that you love one another as i have loved you that you also love one another by this you'll be know that you are my disciples If you have love for one another, so it's a sacrificial love, and the only way you're going to fulfill that command, and it is a command, it's not, it's a command, but he wants you to live like he lived, and to live that sacrificial love for people, and to be your true, authentic self as God created you. You have to get right in your emotions. You have to get right in your soul. Your mind will your mind will and in your imagination and, and it's so important to walk through that and and you know what everybody I just want to say there's no there's no exceptions to this rule right none zero everybody has to go through this for those people that want to to fulfill that command of love and to walk in love and lock in the true identity we're all in the same boat we all have to work through this there's there's no exceptions to this rule things have happened You've made bad choices. Things have been done to you. You've you've you you assign emotional, um, uh, emotional value to to certain aspects of trauma, to certain aspects of mistakes, uh, regrets, and you know what you t- to walk in that person that God who you truly truly are and who God truly made you to be. You have to work through that on the emotional and solical side.
0: Yeah, and that's where we have to connect with God, and that's what I do in the resiliency coaching is we become self-aware, but we don't self-judge, and that's a big difference with that. We don't, like Paul says, that he doesn't, um, you know, he, he's aware of what happened, but he doesn't judge himself or um Compare himself that he's got to allow god's grace and mercy to supersede what he would be judging against himself, because it says in Romans eight that there's therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ because Jesus bore all of that in uh, in his body in, on, on the cross in his death, burial, and resurrection.
1: You know, it really comes to me and just sitting here, you know, thinking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of reconciliation, mm-hmm. and you know, and oftentimes you, when we think about that, we think about the reconciliation of relationships with other people. But the bottom line is, you got to reconcile your heart with the Lord. You got to, you got to reconcile, and you got to come into unity with Him, and He wants that. He wants to come and be that comforter that guide her into all truth. And he's, his heart is that, that you reconcile the past hurts, that you reconcile the past mistakes, the past regrets. And, and, and you reconcile the issues you have that affect your soul, affect your emotions. Reconcile that to the Lord um, and, and be, be authentically transparent to him. Right. And with other people, and where he, where he'll tell you who to do that with right. in some cases, and you know, some people are, you're never going to reconcile with because it's just the way it is. But right. that's okay because you know the Lord is so for you, and right. and you're just going to have to reconcile all these that the entirety of who you are to His heart, and He's He He wants that more than more than likely you, most people do.
0: Yeah, and that's where we make that because we're created for deep connection. And so that is what we do in that resiliency coaching is that we take those deep desires that are unmet and we go to the Lord because he is the one that wants to fill them. You know, Jesus said he came to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free. And so there's healing and and freedom in our journey of discovery with him. And then we can encounter it. And, you know, I I love one of our favorite questions that we ask is, you know, Father God, how can I rest in your love for me today? Because a lot of times we have not benefited our heart by encountering God in a deep felt way. We know that God loves us, but we haven't experienced that love. So having those types of questions when we meditate on the word, but also we need to have living encounters with God's presence, with the living word. And it's powerful because it does something to our heart and we need to feel that in our emotions and science has actually proven that when we are meditating, when we're rolling around scripture in our mind, we're using our imagination, but what we need to do is attach strong emotion to connect with that word, then it will become a belief in our heart that we will actually live out versus just confessing a scripture over and over and over to try and make it happen but we need to attach that emotion that soul realm so we truly are spirit soul and we will physically feel it in our body as well it's powerful
1: yeah it is powerful and just something that you just that we all just need to to you know to really make it a point to walk through and and again um, you know, it just makes, it's, it's hard and
0: it can be, it can yeah. be very difficult. It can be very heavy. It becomes easier though. The more it, you it become does. self-aware. Yeah. Well, you get, momen- you get, momen-
1: you get momentum and, yeah. and then in and your heart opens up is, is the weight starts dropping off. The heart starts opening up and, and, and it's replaced almost with a sense of joy yes, and it. and it's, it's, it's a trans, it's such a, um, transitional exper- experience when you, when you do this and yeah. And, and you don't carry those weights, you know. You, you, you know, Lord says, you know, carry my burden because my burden is light. And that's what He's really talking about. Mm-hmm. He's talking about this a lot of the emotional burdens that we travel through. Carry yeah. my, carry mine.
0: Yeah, and it's not just light meaning it's not heavy. It's also light meaning it illuminates, and that's where we can invite him into the journey of self-discovery, but then do that, what I call that great exchange, that we give him that heaviness for his light, for his um, ease, is what he talks about, that, that um, yoke that he has, and so that's the beautiful thing. And then we need to, so just a recap, we need to first receive God's love for us, not trying to prove God how much we love him by doing, but by just sitting and resting in his love and encountering him using our uh, sanctified imagination to encounter the word and asking God several questions, and that's prayer. It's really engaging the scriptures to where Jesus is real, as if you were right there with him in his earthly ministry, asking him questions, and how does that apply to my life? And then we need to look at What is it about me that reacts the way I do? And if you're finding that you've got areas that you have self-hatred, and I know we had to walk through this because there's a lot of people that come off as arrogant, but really they don't like themselves. We look at them as being haughty or prideful, but it's actually insecurities that are coming through. And I know we've had to teach this a lot with um, with other people, especially with friendships for our boys when they were growing up. And so looking at taking that really that honest look with the Lord. And I like myself because God likes me. And you know that's one of the questions that you can even ask. So if you're listening today and you've never asked God that question, Father God, what do you like about me? That's a powerful question. And sit with it. Don't just rush through it. Write down anything that comes to mind. And then you can also ask, Lord, what do you love about me? And I always tie that back to we're created in his image and his likeness. And it's going to tie back into the character and nature of God.
1: You know, I just want to go back to the, about the Lord taking his yoke upon you. And you can actually find that in Matthew chapter 11. Um, it's in starting at 28 it says come to me all of you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me that's engaging in relationship with the holy spirit and with the lord for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so you know not you know a lot of people will run around in super spiritualized things and run around in 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 you know, and play the, the the righteous game, but, you know, the, the Lord cares for your souls. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't right. put, it, if it wasn't important, he wouldn't have put that in the Word. Correct. And he wouldn't have spoke it out verbally himself. Right. So he cares about your soul. Your mind, will, emotions, and your imagination. Right. And, and, and so it's, it's critically important just like, you know, we have to be born again, He and in, in we are, we're saved if we're saved, but equally important is that you, He redeems the time, He redeems your soul, and brings it back to the person He created you to be. Critically important, or He would not have said it.
0: Right. And that's where that joy and peace are evident in our life, and it's through God's grace, because grace and peace go together. So all right well this has been our discussion today we're going to keep this one short because we could talk a lot about this and we're actually going to be talking more as we go into the new year about how do we thrive emotionally spiritually relationally in our lives and also you just made me think Fred that we had um, a year ago uh, I did a series about hope for the holidays and the first one was about how to prepare your heart as we go into Thanksgiving and the Christmas season and you have to deal you know a lot of times emotions are going to come up and and we have to really look at how do I prepare my heart to go into difficult situations? And then the other one that I would recommend you listen to is how to live with expectancy versus expectation. And those two, I'll put in the show notes, I just was thinking about them and I don't have those in front of me, but they're, they were done a year ago. So that will really help you, the Hope for the holiday series that I did. Um, so in the meantime, thank you, Fred, for being on here. And we just pray a blessing upon you that you would prosper in all things and be in health even as your soul prospers. God bless. Friend, I hope this podcast has blessed you. And now here is a way that you can really bless me in return. First of all, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And then go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a written review along with a five-star rating. This not only encourages me to keep going and producing these episodes, but it makes it possible for others to learn about this podcast as well. Then go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or your review, and then share it on your Instagram and Facebook stories, and make sure you tag me at Lori K. Snyder. So then I can share you and my stories, and then we can just be social together. Together we can reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and this podcast helps make that possible to fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you so much, and God bless.